Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right. Aloha, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Impero podcast. Another lovely night here. The Bourbon Cowboys here with me. I think we misplaced a, a drink. It's right here. Oh, your uh, screen was hiding. Yeah, I didn't see it. All right. The old styrofoam. So here with your host, the Viking. And the Bourbon Cowboy. And we are recording live. Is this our latest start? Yeah. With 9.20? Yes. 9.20, yeah. It's a late nighter. Yeah, right. I pop these because just need to secure a uh, lift or something. Oh, yeah, secure. Got some Kona. We wrapped up the night with these last week. Right. Thought we'd toast up with this to start, and then All right, beautiful. we got to get into some stuffy. Oh, that's Longboard. That's their lager. I saw that. They had, um, they were out of one of them uh, when I bought. Well, I haven't. No, yeah, now. yeah, the big waves yeah. or the lights or whatever. Yeah, anyway. All right, so we're here. We are back um, from the weekend. The Bourbon Cowboy had a great weekend out with the family. Um, they went out to Hot Springs, Arkansas. We're going to get into all that because a lot of uh, lot of cigar and whiskey history there was actually really fucking dope when you think about it. All the well, cigar, the whiskey, gangster. Dope, but... Well, no, not at all. But <laughs> and gangster I went to, setting. I, I went to, um, yeah, well, we'll get all of this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you want to start with drink-wise? Well, I brought um, some 12-year Weller. Yeah, I think we could definitely start and there. And I don't think we've had any 12-year Weller, and I don't think there's much to talk about it. It's, it's the original weeded bourbon it's by Weller. The 90 proof. Um, anyway, I, what's sort of talk about exactly. it? Exactly. Let's just it do it up. And give it a little, a little try. And then because. I want, and I want you to talk about the cigar. So I will tell you guys now: we are smoking another archetype cigar uh, on the podcast tonight. And these have actually, so far, I mean, the Cowboy is actually able to secure more of these, uh, the Yggdrasil ones, the ones that. Uh, what's their actual name? But here's the thing: Axis Mundo. Oh, those are the one. The other ones. Yeah. Okay. So I had one like this. So what is this size on here? That's a bush, though. Okay, so I was down at um, um, Stanley's. Okay. And he has a box of these, but they were Toros. Did you smoke it? I did. And? Didn't get the... Not as good? The, let's get this whole box right. feeling. Yeah. Well, so, you don't get that feeling. That's exactly. And you know, Stanley right. was like looking at his chops. He's like, I've had these in here for a year. Oh yeah, he was like, and you know, I just couldn't sell them. Sold. So he's like, Oh, Hodge is asking me about something that you know I haven't sold in two years. Um, but I wanted to go back, and and you know this. I mean, it may take you two, three cigars to really wrap your head around it. Oh yeah. But 
the first time me and you smoked these, they were bad to the bone. So I went, these are from the original box of the last ones we had. Okay, perfect. So I know were, those are going to be awesome. Insane. But as I went and got those, I saw this other one by Arc. I don't know if it's Archetype. It's not Architect. It's not Architect. It's, it's Archetype. Or, yeah, Archetype. Archetype. Let's go with Archetype. And let's just say it, this particular one, it's cloaked. And it looks like it's it's got um, a black and gold wrapper. Um, this looks like uh, what's um, in um, is it Vorschach? Is that the Watchman where his face moves around? Well, isn't it like an Indian or something with arrows or something? Oh, now that you say that, it's like a rogue, like and, a and raven. He's got he's got like he's a, got a bow and arrow. Yeah, he's got like a hood on, and then I don't know, is that a bird on his? Maybe that's a vulture or a bird or an eagle on his yeah. hand. Oh no, shit! Look at. Maybe sometimes you really got to open these damn things up, don't you? Yeah. Can you get that tape off there? But I think that's what that is. I know that that is. That's super cool. So I'm like, well, is that the archetype or, you know, it's... Right, right, right. Oh, cloaks. That makes sense. Duh. So what do, you, what do you mean? What well, he's got a cloak on. I, I guess it's cloaks. That's the name of the cigar. It's a cloaks. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like a... Um, <laughs> Oh, I never, I, you know, I don't play a lot of video games. I never did, but uh, yeah, my was it Assassin's would. Creed? He's into Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and all that shit. It's kind of like the Assassin's Creed dude. I don't, I don't know. Oh, man, that tape is good. Or like a, rip it all a Raven? I don't know, Raven. Green Arrow. That guy was on TV. That's what it looks like. Yeah, but he's got, he's like on top of a rock. He's got his arrows. And he's got a bird on his hand, and he's, you know, yeah, not open shit. Anyway. I don't know, super cool. So, I don't know, we're cutting to these. They smell pretty good. Yeah, these are cool. They actually have a unique shape um, you don't see often. It reminds me of the Master Blend from Oliva, and then, uh, like, Norteño from Drew Estate does it. Uh, it's kind of like a oval press. You know what I mean? It's, it's like a box press, but it's kind of round. round. And it's not as sharp, you know, like like super sharp sharp uh, corners like a box press. All right, mm. let's fire this sucker up. I am firing up with my new orange lighter from the uh, what the hell is it? The humidor. There in Hot Springs. And of course, I don't know what's going on, but everything I've been getting here lately is orange. Or, yeah, you're <laughs> oranging it up, dude. I don't know what the hell's going on. I guess I better get a pair of orange swimsuits or something, too. I just happened to do a watch deal and get a free one, and I picked this one. It had an orange band on it, and then the new... Um, my broski here got us Las Caveras. Now... Yeah. That says Las Caberas. Calaveras. 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 I've always said Calaveras. It is Calaveras. You're saying it right. That's a, that's a, again. That's that in medieval shit. If you put oh. that font in and put a V, it looks like a B. Oh. Yeah. I got. Yeah, it. yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, so everything's cool. I'm saying it. Yeah. Correctly. No, super, super cool. Yeah. Um, John on the uh, Crownheads Instagram last. I think it was last week. Yeah, it was last week. It was before you left. He put a video out and he said that the new 2023 Las Calaveras hats 
we're going to be releasing that next day. And that morning I popped up and we got them and they're gonzi, solds out. They're super cool. I really like it because it's a, it, well, it's a snapback and it fits my big ass head. Yeah. And, and I love I'm all in this orange thing. I got an orange lighter, an orange hat, an orange. And then my other lighter, my mm -hmm. old uh, DuPont. My little DuPont is an orange one too. All right, well, we're going to talk about this as we get into it. Let's uh, get our inaugural cheers going here. Yeah, a little 12-year Weller. Yeah, yeah a long time since. Yeah. You know, Weller's one of those bourbons that if I see it out, sometimes you get a little nervous to ask how much it's going to cost to have it. But sometimes you're, like, very decently surprised, and you drink it. But I don't drink Weller all Oh, my time. God, that just... That's it's amazing. amazing. Oh, there's, that's why I'm getting... It's amazing. I don't know if it's just because of this cigar, but I'm almost getting kind of a little maple overtone on it a little bit. I don't know if that's between the Kona that, and the... Maybe we should we, stop mixing Kona, three the things. cigar, and everything. <laughs> I'm getting a whole... But, we're, man... We're building a regular old dinner plate over here. Um... Yeah, I like that. That's good. I've been to JB Hooks, which we go to the Ozarks. We've gone more of late just because we've kind of stayed in town and did some state uh, vacations. But um, JB Hooks, every once in a while, has it. And I said to the girl, I said, hey, let me have one of those Wellers. How much is it? And she goes, hey, I think they mispriced it. It's $9 a pour. And I'm like, keep them coming. Right. On 12 on 12. Oh, uh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I love it. So, uh, speaking of, so you were in Arkansas. Let's talk. We'll talk not about your whole, the fuck was it? Oh, dogs. Um, but you went to the Humidor. That's the, that's the one lounge that I, I've been in. I was in a couple of them there. The one that I thought was, you know, Humidor is not the best selection of cigars, but the bar. So what did you have at the bar? Nothing. It was too expensive. What? Oh my God! They had, um, he had everything up there. He yeah. had like a, he had an old Fitzgerald. Okay. It was like I don't know sixty. Those okay. So those were expensive when All I was there. All his top shelf was yeah. expensive. It was like you know, and he had, he had the single barrel well or the orange label. Yep, that's the first place I ever had it. I didn't even ask him. I knew that was probably everything on that was sixty five to a hundred. Okay. Bucks so the reason there. I asked is like when I was there, and I, that's the place I was telling you about. He had blood oath from like like you have blood oath from. He had like one to, at that time was last year, so eight, right? It's twenty eight dollars a pour for any of it, and then like I had Weller single barrel there because for two ounces was eighty five dollars. I'd never seen. I had never seen that pour, one at two ounces or How one. How much was it? Eighty-five dollars. Yeah. For two ounces. When I was the last time I was almost gonna have it was when I was in Scottsdale and I went to Fox, and he had it up there and I was like, "Hey, how much is a double neat?" And he said three hundred seventy-five dollars. And I said, "Dope. How about your Blanton's barrel pick?" He goes, seventeen. I was like, "Let's do that." <laughs> yeah, because I had it for the first time down in Cape Girada. Mm-hmm. Um, at a rooftop restaurant that um, the owner of Cask Liquors and whatever, I think his name was something Ford, and it was like 24 is, bucks. Is that Ford. where Cask Spirits is at? Yeah, in, in Cape Girada. How do you say that? Girada? Cape Girada. Okay. Anyway, no, I think his were 24 $25 a pour. Yeah. 
And I, I, he had like half a bottle, and I was like, well, can I just buy the rest of the bottle? And he goes, well, not really, because we, we really need it here. I said, well, whatever yeah. pours are left. And he goes, well, I'd, I'd rather not do that. I says, I get you. No big deal. I just thought I'd throw it out there. But I had it. I liked it. It's everywhere I see it, though. It's a, it's like $1,000. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, that was like we were talking in our group the other day, joking. Kind of, sort of, but not really with all the boys. And what, the Mad Russian walks up on a, a Tornado Surviving Warehouse C bottle that says not for sale. Right, that baby blue E.H. Taylor. Man, that bottle's at least $17,000. Anywhere you find it. Yeah. Anywhere, right? Then you send that picture, that old Fitz is fucking what? Was that Well, he said it's not for sale. And I'm like, tell him you'll give him 1,700 and see if it's for sale. Because I just saw one and it's $1,700. Oh, I said 17,000, sorry, 1,700. 17,000 is crazy. 1,700 is what I meant. I was referencing your conversation and just, I mean, it's, it's insanity, man. I mean, I was looking around at some cigars. Um, he had, and they had everything. They had, he had three bottles of Elmer tea. Um, yeah, but how much was the Elmer tea? Oh, 500 a bottle. Yeah, no, fuck that, dude. That's like I told you yeah. when I was in, uh, when I was in Kentucky last, when we did the, the, um, peerless stuff. And I was like, yo, I went to Justice House of Bourbon. I was like, I had, I had nine bottles. I get him to check out, my total's like three grand. I'm like, what the fuck did I buy? He goes, with the Elmer T. I'm like, man, that price says $119. He goes, no, it's $1119. I'm like, well, get it out of here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I found a Four Roses uh, limited edition yeah. on the shelf, $33. I take it up there, and he's laughing. I go, uh, I saw this on the shelf. It said $33. He goes, come on now. <laughs> come on. Don't bless you, man. He goes, you know that's too good to be true. And he goes, that's $500. He goes, that's I'm why like, you grabbed why it. Why is it on the shelf for $33? Definitely. Um, Booker's, he had, he didn't even have this year. He did have this year. It was 150 bucks. They had a Pappy fan, uh, uh, Pappy Winkle. Speaking of that. Speaking 15 of... year, 6500 The prices were just insane. That I makes go, are sense. You, are you selling these pretty regularly? He goes, all the time. Um, I wanted to, I saw the new Booker's today. I looked everywhere and didn't see any. Well, it's not out yet. Oh, shit, where did I see it? It's called I'll the, you, it's called the Apprentice Batch. I'll what tell you what I've there. seen a hell of a lot of. Almost every place I go is that, um, Key and Bow. Blade and Bow? Blade and Bow. Yeah. Everywhere. The one we had that we were like, $30 eh, a bottle. Really? That pisses me off. That pisses me off. I paid Vince more than that for that bottle. I don't know if it was something. Ah, different. shit. Fuck it. You know, I'll find it later. But um, no, all the prices. He had everything. He had all the wellers. And I just quit asking. I'm like, that, we're done. Because th that's too crazy. Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting into. I was looking at some cigars because I, you know, I'm, I'm buying box stuff to kind of fill up to sit on a little bit. And, uh, I got a whole line out on skinny monsters now from Drac all the way to fucking Chuck. All the way up. Mummy, everything. What, what do you mean? Boxes of skinny monsters. All of them. All colored up. Each box of skinny monsters. Got them. Ready to roll. For Halloween. <laughs> oh, you mean you've been mm -hmm. buying them? Buying them. Yeah, I've been finding them. 
Oh. And um, so I, I started looking around and I found I those. really figure out what the hell you were thinking. Sorry. I was just trying to, from, but I found those red tubos that I told you about from 2010, okay? When before, so a lot of people don't know this inside Tatuaje Cigars. When Red Label or Havana You're talking Barocu, about the ones from Fox that we yes, found yes, out there. You said they're $110, 100 bucks a box. Yes, I found them. They're not that anymore. I don't have them and I'm explaining to you why. So they were a limited production and black label Tatuaje that you see up until 2000 and I think it was 13 or 14. Black label was an event only cigar. So you know like you go to a Tatuaje event now, you get the, the pumpkins? Yeah. That used to be black label. Then it came in. And when they were introducing those into the, the realm of, of the portfolio, they did these 10 count boxes in, in torpedoes in tubos. And they're just, they don't say anything on them. They're just, they're blood red and midnight black. And they just say Tatuaje in silver. And they're on the tubes. And on the tubes. Well, that's not, we're not, we're talking about something yeah, different. Yeah, I found. No, you're talking about each. what Sheldon found. Yes. Yeah, I found a box and of And he each. had that in the picture the other day, didn't yes. he? had yes, a red he tube with like a Florida Lee yeah, on it. That, those are the originals. I found a box of each and I'm talking to this guy. And I don't normally do this. I don't really like to get into the, the bidding and, and stuff with people because you never know what it is until you actually get it. You know what I mean? It could be a box of tubes and no fucking cigars in it and you're getting yeah. played. Uh, he told me he'd let them go for $2,700 cash. And I said, excuse me? Like message. I'm like, no. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, so I reached out to Sir Louis because Sir Louis was selling them a few months ago. And I was like, hey, do you have any more? He goes, no, we're out. I'm like, okay. I was like, well, what were you getting for the box? He goes, about 185. I'm like, how do you get off trying to give him 20? What? Yeah, well, there like, are, everybody does. It. Yeah, I, I but did it's, it, but it's that's insane. crazy. Number. It's insane. I mean, just to. To automatically, because you know you're excited for his box. Uh, I'd have that, not that. Right. Probably he got it from Sir Louis, so probably 185 bucks. And where is Sir Louis? They're in Rhode Island. Oh, that's when he went up the east yeah. coast. Yeah, Rhode Island, Connecticut. They're somewhere up Didn't there. Did he find some other craziest shit, like some crown head? Well, starter? remember we smoked the Mason Dixons at one yeah. of our one of our cigar events. He brought the Mason Dixons out, and we we smoked. Which that's really funny when you go back in like history with your brands. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I met John at the show and then I got his number, I could text him and, and talk shit with him a little bit here and there. And I've asked him forever. I'm like, hey, can you please re-release Mason Dixon? And I'm the only person I've ever met that doesn't go, why? Like, those cigars, no. I'm like, oh, dude, I loved them. I, <laughs> I loved them. And then we got them. And remember, we were like, you know, the cigars were 10, 11 years old at that point. We're like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, whatever. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> they're, they've been laying dead for a decade. <laughs> Shit's going on. What do you think of this thing? Mm. So I've intentionally been smoking a little bit without drinking anything because I thought we were kind of Napoleon ice good. cream. good. It doesn't have the spice punch that the, the little one, the Robusto has. This is much more this mild. This is a little more mild, but still it's got great flavor. I think it's got a little bit of that kind of that dried fruitiness. By the way, this was like eight bucks. Have all these been like eight bucks? Um, yeah. So, so we've smoked, now we've smoked this one, the cloak or cloaks. This has cloaks. Then we smoked and by the way, I found Axis those Mundo, uh, at a humidor down there. Really? Yeah. 
Not a box Damn. of them. You know how much they were a piece? Maybe. Almost 16 bucks. Damn. And I'm like, oh, no. And what's the one, what's the first one we smoked that had the really cool, like, moth on it? Or the um, dragonfly or whatever that was. Dawn of Destiny or something like that? Yeah. And they're supposed yeah. to be getting another boxing, but it hadn't been in there when I got in there the other day. All right. But she goes, yeah, I... Because I asked her about the arc. She goes, yeah, I do have a box order. I go, yeah, that's the ones. I go, like, oh, no, $15 or no. something? She goes, we really do have a high tax. Oh, in Hot Springs? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was uh, when I was there, uh, I went in the humidor and I'm looking around. I actually found a really cool um, Crux has their bull and bear. Uh, and normally we smoke the Marblehead. You smoked it. It's kind of that big Bellicoso. That's the only thing in the humidor I, I got. The was it the Short Crux. Perfecto? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I got the short perfecto on the bull and bear, and I'm looking around, and I see this box of craft, the, the from Roma Craft, the 2021s. And I reach for it, and the you know the humidor guy, skinny dude, and he's talking. He's like, "Oh, hey, I'll handle that for you." I'm I like, saw that. Yeah, I was like, "Okay." He pulls it down, and I was like, "Well, how much?" He goes, "Well, they're 11 a piece." I was like, "So do you do a box discount, or like, can I?" He goes, "You can't have the box." I'm like, "Can I buy 11 of them?" He goes, "Well, that's the box." I'm like, "Yeah, so can I? Can I have them?" He goes. You can have three. So if I buy three, and I come back tomorrow, and I buy three more? He was like, no, we've got to keep them in stock. I wasn't even going to put this out, but you knew what it was. And I was like, you know what? I've, I've told you this. We've been together in humidors. I don't ever walk into a humidor and look at the guy running the humidor. i be like, dude, I'm doing this. I know what's going on. We're good to go. Don't worry about it. I'm always like, oh, what you got? Look around. Like, talk to me. I'm not going to do that. But I'm like, you weren't going to put it out. Like, so Bro, I want to give you two hundred dollars. Like, I, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So in when we were pulling into town, I don't know how you came into town, but we came in town um, literally from Little Rock. So we came in through yeah. Little Rock. So as you're coming in, to so town, when you let me ask you this: when you left here, did you go all the way up to? I never remember the name of that damn town in Missouri. It's a like high, I keep saying high. On my way back or down? Uh, down. Um, we went down to uh, Poplar Bluff. That's one, Poplar Bluff. Yeah. And then and you're then on this we, like two lane road for 30 some yeah, miles. Yeah, and they were yeah. resurfacing or some shit. And we got on this road for about a half an hour at 30, 40 miles an hour. Yeah. Going through there. And um, then you take a left off that, you shoot up, you pass through Little Rock. So we went the same way, yep. but as you're coming in, just before you get in to downtown Little Rock, there was a little pipe and cigar shop on the right that I pulled into. And this chick had all kinds of antiques and ashtrays, and she had a really nice humidor. Nothing, didn't have a lot of batik like okay. shit that we yeah. like. Right. She did have the tacos. From Rojas? Uh, Rojas yeah. Tacos, you know, the orange and whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but they're expensive. So I'm looking at all of her shit. I bought something she was high on, and I smoked it, and I was not high on it. She had one orange taco hat. And I said, hey, I really like that hat. Is that uh, available? Oh, no. That's my only one. I could sell a hundred of those if I had it, but that's my only one. I go, maybe you shouldn't have that. So she's a hoarder then, is yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so maybe Arkansas just has a I mean, I guess I could look it up. They must have a high tobacco tax. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the only reason we didn't, as I told you, obviously, you had great weather. It it flooded 
the whole four days we were there. It rained. Wow. Four straight days when we were there. How far did you stay off of the? So we main? were we weren't we were not far off the main drag. So if you go past the Ohio Club, um, this is the only way I can. So you drive past the Ohio Club. All the bathhouses are on your right. You come up and you can take a left over to that School of Math and Science. Yeah. Or you take a right. You took that right. You went up that road about a mile, and then we made this hook on a, on a uh, like a, a a street drive, like a, a home address drive. Turned up in there, and then driveway was up on the ref, went up the hill, and we were there. Hmm. And then once all that shit went down, we stayed at that. We stayed at the the hotel right there with the bathhouse. We just went in there, walked across the street to the Ohio Club. Big hotel right there. But you stayed in your travel trailer, right? No, no, we went. We didn't have it then. Oh, yeah. that was oh. when we went, and the house smelled like propane, and fucking had to open windows and shit, and doors were unlocked. Okay. Yeah. Did wow. you guys go down to the horse track at all? Uh, oh, well, you had to pass the horse track. Yeah. When you got to the horse track where you saw Rockies on the right there, <laughs> in front of the horse track, we'd go right, and then we'd go down a little ways, and then down right to our house. Oh, no. Nice. We were only like two miles off the strip, that oh. little lake is. Yeah, no, so literally, uh, when we go back, of course, we'll take, take the train, take the kahuna, because they've got, there's an awesome river that flows through there and it's like hot spring runoff and everything and they built a campground that rides that river and it's yeah, literally all kinds of hiking and it's shit all over. yeah we so we did the the it's hot springs ridge hot trail we were down there oh yeah well see it was raining in 45 degrees it was like we were there. 90 it was like 95 with 100 percent. it felt like 101 it when peaked I was down 100 here. here on saturday which is so funny because when we left in the morning, it was hot as shit with 100% humidity. By the time I got to the lake, it was probably 14 mile an hour winds with 30% humidity. That's it was insane. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Yeah, that wind didn't catch me off guard. It actually picked that umbrella up right there and uh, put it in the pool. Wow. Yeah. Picked the whole damn thing up, threw it in the pool. I like um, these little lights. Are these in all of your? They're in this one and then that one over there. They're just the their little solar guys are on top. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, they're cool. Well, we pretty much we were there three days. We we got lucky and got a little street party the first night. That was so cool. I remember I told you when you sent me the picture. They I was had like, a blues band the there. Everybody was out. We were going in the Copper Penny and getting little rum and cokes. And we sat the border there. house. We the sat there at Copper good. Penny, the Irish bar, yeah. And um, and then the second night, we went down there and walked around, kind of an easygoing night. And then we went to the ice cream shop up there, just past the Ohio Club. Yep. And then when we came back down, right past the Ohio Club is a hotel called The Waters. Yep. And they had a rooftop bar up there with a big party going on. And we oh, took sweet. her up there, and we all danced in that until about 10 o'clock and then we went home and called it but so saturday we went out to the um balboa uh balboa island or no balboa beach okay just about 30 miles out where you said you were you know you make that veer yeah and you go out there and see all those abandoned amazing architectural hotels that are boarded up yep you go out there's one of the largest um gated real estate communities in the country called balboa lake and 
we got out there and we thought it was uh, open to the public and it was private. <laughs> they had gates like, you know, you're going to Four Seasons, you're at the lake, can't get in unless you got it. Anyway, we're like, well, you, you, we're trying to tell them, hey, you can't get in. And I'm like, all right, everybody's pissed because we just drove a half an hour there. We just want to take the kids, get in the lake. Yeah. Anyway, so I said, all right, turn around. I saw a real estate uh, office back down here. We go down there. I look like a googie because right. <laughs> I had like not trunks on, but my workout outfit because they had, I walked out to like, I don't know, three or four miles to the Fisherman's Wharf. I said, Janine, go out to that real estate agent and talk to her. Anyway, we pull up. This real estate state agent who owns the place just pulled up, super cool. She goes, oh, I got Airbnbs in here. I'll write you a pass. I'll put your name on the thing and let us go in there. We hung nice. out at the beach for a couple hours. And then we came back and, you know, and had a That's little- That's awesome, because she totally could have sucked. <laughs> oh, no, she was totally awesome. That's awesome. I can awesome. tell you what, I wouldn't go there. She was really sweet, but. That place <laughs> blows. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, it's boring as hell, oh. man. Well, what do you expect? I don't think anybody really gates off anything cool. But if it's one of the biggest, she goes, oh, there's no reason to even leave. I went to the Mart. I went in there to grab like a little uh, tea or something. Yeah. There was nothing in there. And they had like 13 years waiting. And she goes, I, she checked me out and I start to do the catch. Go, oh, oh, are you going to drink that in here? I'm like, well, I was planning on drinking it and leaving with my cup of ice and all that. She goes, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're done. She goes, no, no. She goes, I I'm sorry. She goes, if you open it up in here, you have to stay in here. If you wait till you get outside, walk down a little bit, open it up, put it in your cup, you're good. So I grabbed my stuff. I said, okay, great, thanks. She goes, whoa, 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 sir. You can't take it out without, it has to be in a bag. I'm like, you know what? I've only been here half an hour. You guys got a lot of rules. Yeah. I don't think I can be so, hanging here. My question is, did you just open it and pour it inside and walk out anyway? No, I walked outside oh. and stood right there and opened it and oh. walked back over to where all the kids were. Yeah. That... No golf carts. There was a bar right next to it. It was closed. No restaurants, no nothing, but woods and water. I'm like, no. Mm. But anyway, we had a great time. I could actually picture us doing a guy's gig. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe me, you, and the Dalton brothers going down there getting, um, who, who's the gangster that, that they promote? Al Capone. It's the Al Capone room, just above the humidor. We'll look it up tonight. We got, done. yeah, we got to look at that. And I'll I had it and you'll be blown away. No idea about, see, that's the thing about the Ohio club that's super cool. Like, did you read the pamphlet they had when you talked about it? They've got an Airbnb it? up above it. I know, that, I know that, but the, the, lay, the girl... The lady at the bar, I don't, that's mine. I don't remember if she said that it was hardly rented or always rented. Like, it's fucking very difficult yeah. to get. But it was funny when I was sitting there, I told oh, you I there were guys. No, you're sorry. fine. You're fine. There were guys. Remember, I was telling you about it's the music? I was about the music? Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and it was like 3 30 in the afternoon. We had a sandwich, right? Well, we both got a sandwich. You know me, I can eat, okay? Did you have a sandwich there? No. Dude, this fucking Reuben was, I'm not kidding, was this big. Holy And then shit. they brought another, like this ashtray of fries. And they're like, okay, does she want hers now? I'm like, what? Did you already make it? They're like, yeah. I'm like, I better box that shit up and send it home, dude. Cause what is it, like a bucket of fries? Oh, my, um, it, remember, you know what Five like Guys a, does? A plate, uh, a Reuben as big as a plate. Yes, massive, massive, man. 
So we eat it, and I'm like, well, you what time is the I'd music like start? A, I'm in on a quarter on that. <laughs> I, I couldn't finish half. That's crazy. I, I'm like, this is nuts, bro. And uh, I was like, so what time does the music start? So I started at 6.30, but she's probably be in line at like 4. I'm like, well, it's 3.30. She goes, see those two guys in the end of the bar? They've been buying one beer an hour since 10 o'clock this morning. To have that spot? To be there for the music. And I was like, well, do you guys take reservations? They go, no. I was like, I'll give you $100 to hold my seat. She goes, you can give me $100 and I'll your seat. <laughs> So oh, like, we damn. <laughs> went Saturday night, and they had kind of an all-around band because they played ZZ mm -hmm. Top. They played all kinds of shit. That that might be the, was it was it two guys? Uh, no, it no, was a girl. Uh, there was like four four people up. There. All right, well, the guys ended up playing. We went back at like midnight because we, had we left were the at humidor. the table right to the left before you went up the stairs. The old roulette table. Yeah, yeah, that's where we yeah, sat. Yeah, yeah. And we got there probably. 9 30 or 10 and that was the only seat available we got really lucky nice yeah but the place is super cool like i've I talked about it on the podcast before i know we talked about it but they talk about the history of it like that bar the back bar that was brought in on trains yes and they actually had to remove the front of the building yes to put the bar and the bar's still there that bar's 200 or not 200 sorry it's 100 some odd years old she didn't even read the whole and history uh then us. they said that like before the gambling ban went into effect Downstairs was the bar, and then they had tables downstairs. And when you went upstairs with the roulette tables, the craps tables, the blackjack tables, everything like that. Well, then when the gambling ban went into effect, they put a faux wall up, and it was a cigar shop. And if you knew the password, you could actually walk through it and go upstairs and gamble still. It was a speakeasy wow. in, like, the 20s to the 40s. And then it, it, it stayed the same. Um, I don't remember. It said it's never changed the name. It's changed owners from time to time and things like that. But the thing that fascinated me is when you're reading that pamphlet, they say if you actually walk up where the last table is before you hit the um, the grouted tile at the front when you walk in, they go look down and look up. You can see the bolt holes in the floor from where the fake door was. Right. You walk over there and look at it, it's dope. And then like when you're looking up on the walls everywhere, the roulette tables and the that's all the original shit. They just mounted it to the walls for decor. And they talk about everybody was in there. Everybody. Al Capone, Babe well, Ruth. Was cool. Yeah, and super, I'm super there, cool. there, we had this super nice lady, and she was super skinny and super nice. And I said, hey, I'm looking around and whatever, and I'm seeing all this stuff you got. Do you guys have, like, little poker, a poker chip, or just a little remembrance? And she goes, oh, you know, I really don't know. Anyway, she started bringing me these little magnets and little coasters. She brought me a couple. Took a cool, cool ass picture. Took I took a really it, dope well, whatever she gave me. Yeah. And she gave me a little keychain, and she set me up, and I sent that picture out. I don't know, it was probably 10.30. Yeah, right here. It's super cool. What were you drinking? What is she that? She made me a Manhattan. In a martini glass? Yeah. Uh, that's pretty dope. I just see show you guys. And it, listen, it wasn't up to my caliber, but I was in a very positive mood. And I said, you know, this is fantastic. Yeah, but that... And Janine's looking at me like, <laughs> boy, you're being real nice tonight. <laughs> yeah, who you bullshit, bro? <laughs> right. I didn't want to give her the whole deal. But listen... Uh, well, listen, we'll get to that little adventure yeah, yeah. later. No, but it was funny. When I was sitting in there, I was like, damn, it'd be cool to have that table. She goes... I, I would like to tell you how many times it happens, but he's like, we've had people get up from their food and write six-figure checks. For What's that up? table? For the, for, no, like for any of the old tables. Well, I know there's some more roulette tables yeah. up on that. So actually floor. upstairs, you know how those stairs are on the left there? 
when you go up those stairs, you can kind of see that railing right there at the top. That's where the DJ sets up. That is still the original uh, craps table. Wow. They What they did is she said they like, obviously they reinforced the bottom of it so it doesn't fall. And then they like mummy sealed it in plexiglass. So it's still the original table from like mid twenties, I think. Forties maybe, mid forties. Twenties might be too early. Well, I don't we know. get back to our adventure, but yeah. this cigar is not bad. It's mild for me and you, but it smokes great. And I mean, it's just really weird this line hasn't but you know it's it's kinda like this is like we go into uh, you know, Grand Crew and then they've got stolen thrones in there. Yep. And we bought a couple of each, tried them, and I loved one that was fantastic. Crook of the crown. And man. then the next thing I know, they're not in there. They don't have them. They're out of them. And I'm just like, okay, so you're missing out. I don't get it. And then what's the other one? Black label. Every once in a while, you go in somewhere and they'll have some black label. Um, yeah, you know, we were talking about boutique last podcast. And I was saying how I don't think the boutique thing really means anything in the big world anymore. You know one company I fucking forgot about that is still pretty... Considering as big as they are and how many shops do have them, but at the same time, more don't? Fucking Ovea Negra, Black Label Trading Company. There are... What, I've, what well, I have what found... I, was, no, what I, I know, that's what I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. What I was going to say is what I have found with Black Label is if somebody's a Black Label account, they have all of it. That's but not one in of the, St. Louis has them. No, not not anymore. No, I can't think of anybody. Now I've seen them from time to time, but well, you were up at uh, John's. Does Gerard have any? I don't think so. Because no. you know he's also like, no, oh, just couldn't sell that crap. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he didn't say I crap. Don't, That's just me. I you know, don't adding on to think the story. Zach has any at Z's. No. Um, but uh, who regularly sells um, the um, the the Lacatero? Where they're the big Roma Craft. Roma Craft. I yeah. mean, not too many. Oh, okay, you've got Grand here. Crew has you've Roma got Craft. crew and lit. I don't. And does Stanley have Roma Craft? You don't know because we're not in there hardly. Well, and you don't know because it might be somewhere. <laughs> right. The only reason we're in there is because we're a wholesaler now. Too. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So we can go in there. But who knows what's buried in his shit. But I've been... They had some Roma Craft. Uh, I bought those long Roma Craft. Yeah. Chrome Magnums. I bought every one, and now they have the little Robusto still yeah. left. So I'm just saying that. Lit I just told you, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to end up buying all those eventually because nobody's going to buy those. No. Nobody Knuckle draggers? Roma crap. No, they're it's great cigars. The problem is, the, and I shouldn't say the problem, it's actually good for people like you and I. Um, but the thing with Roma craft is much like Tatuajan. Okay, let's just say Roma Craft now. Nothing in Roma Craft, if you're a like if you're a Macanudo white inspirado smoker, there's not a comparable in Roma Craft. And intemperance is gonna put you down. You know what I mean? There's not really a mild Roma Craft to the to the, the general consensus of strength, no. right? You're you're yes, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. You're but correct. Lit Lit just got the uh Sabertooth in today, the Aquitaine Sabertooth. The barber poles. 
Oh, I yeah. know I've had those. Oh yeah, we, we've smoked a shit ton of those in the past. Here, um, and here's another crazy thing, and I don't know if we talked about it last week or whatever, but ever since I had my conversation with you about Juarez, because mm -hmm. you know I love those cigars, so I I really wasn't aware of the the name of the sizes. Yeah. Um, but there's like um, OBS or Willie's. Willie Lee's. And then the OB small ones are... Um, I keep wanting to say it's Buckshot, but I don't know if I'm confusing that with Viaje. I don't actually remember. So here's here's what I did though. I went everywhere around town and nobody's got them. Nobody's got any Juarez. Oh, there is some Buckshots down at Grand Crew, which I bought. But I got on, um, what, what do I get? My you go to Cigar Bit or Gut. Oh, they're called Juarez Shots. Called shots. Yeah, but I think they're called like Buck Will. Uh, no, they're shots. They're called Warriors shots. Okay. So anyway, I went on Cigar Gods or is it Cigar Gods? Or yeah, you do Cigar Gods, Cigar. Yeah. Anyway, I'll figure it out. But I bought 10 of, I bought 20 cigars. Okay. Of all the Juarez line. Let me see if. Uh, uh, $130. Nice. And you, you wouldn't believe the package they sent it to me in. They're in these packages with Boveda. Individual slits? No, there's oh. like five in each package with a Boveda. And then they're in black boxes embossed. And then the whole thing's bubble wrapped in a big backpack that came to my house for $130-something. Let's start sharing links, bro. Yeah. the fuck? Let's see. I might be able to find some here. I got to get that right, faithful. because I'm telling you, they've really done the, me. The box I'm looking for is these new Le Carims that came out. Check this shit out, dude. The pastelitos. Look at these little shots. Le Carims. Oh, yeah, those are yeah. delicious. I got to reach out and see if uh, Litter Cruz got them. Someone's got to have them. Connecticut Broadleaf, too. I just fucking, uh. My problem with uh, the Le Carims is, like, you know I love the Bellicosas. We talk, that's why I was talking about that, um, uh, <laughs> Um, rock candy spice. You know what I mean? And those leg crumbs are dope when the Bellicosos come out, but it's like, damn, dude, it's a 12-count box. I get excited. I smoke eight of them. I'm going to take a small little splash of this, dude. Yeah, I brought that old elk out. I didn't know if we'd ever done that one, so I thought we'd try it. Um... Cigars Direct. That's Cigars true. Direct. That's oh, okay. where I get my stuff from. I've never, um... Juarez... They were here in, like, I don't know, two, three days. Oh, yeah. So, Juarez plus two. Um... Oh, they were, um... I got... 10 of the Jack Brown. What is that one? What size is that? Um, because here, I, I, I'm not afraid to admit, so I, you know how sometimes, not sometimes, oftentimes, I lock onto a size and I don't really play around. Well, I wanted to try them. Well, no, no, that's what I'm because saying. Because I so like the buckshot, so I, I got no idea five Willie Lees, five OBS, and 10 of Jack Browns. Because that box that's that I man. got during um, the Halloween deal, yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. that was a whole box of Jack Browns. And so I is that like a, is that like the, the Gordo? 
Because Willie Lee is like the Toro. Because like, the, my favorite. They're the same size as this. They're they're about that size. They're like a five fifty four. Jack maybe? Browns are. Yeah. Huh. Maybe Willie Lee is a Toro. Yeah, Willie Lee is a Toro. Because Willie Lee in the it in is. the Willie Lee in the um, Jericho Hill is my fucking favorite size I've ever had in Jericho Hill with with no argument. I don't know. I didn't even use my fifteen percent discount. I think it was. Oh yeah. One thirty six. Anyway, but their packaging is amazing. I'll send you some pics yeah. tomorrow of the packaging um, and how they sent it. It was really, really cool. I, I can actually get down on this cigar, though. I, I, I'm not, I don't dislike this cigar at all. It's I a think good cigar. for what we've been drinking, this beer mixed with the 12-year Weller, it's yeah. been a good compliment. This is a, uh, yeah, I liked it. And I'll tell you right now, if you want to talk label whoring, they win. Uh, you, you've got my attention. That is so cool. So cool. That reminds me, that logo reminds me of like when Roma Craft used to do the, they used to do the, they did posters for a while. I don't know that they still do them. But when they did the Crow Magnum, the Crow Magnum, you've seen it. It's almost like the uh, Braveheart picture. He's got the red paint down his face and it's in black and white. And then Neanderthal was a Neanderthal. Yeah. You know? That stuff's But that when stuff's I got them fun. in my box, like I've got the Crow Magnum. Yeah. Um, and that's a funny thing to talk about Roman Craft too, like, because look, I, I love Crow Magnum, but I'm much more a Neanderthal guy. You love Neanderthal, but much when more you Crow see, Magnum. Guy. There's the Crocs. Yeah. But when you see those together, if you, don't know, if you don't know what you're looking at, Crow yeah. Magnum, you'd yeah. say that's Tatawahe. Yeah. Or you'd say it's Crow Magnum. Yeah. But all of Tatawahe stuff is pretty simple. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's actually because that Tuxla band against that. If you're not paying attention, like I mean, we know what they are, and I'm I've got great eyesight. I know you still have great eyesight. We can tell green to black, but if you were to just glance over, you wouldn't tell. You would know it all. Hell no. And a lot of their stuff, especially the brown brown label stuff, they all they do is have the little Florida Lees on there, mm -hmm. and the ones you got me from mm -hmm. Fox. Mm -hmm have I thought red and white and maybe a little green in it and you were telling me I got these through Fox they were like I'm 10 still, in a box for a hundred bucks yeah I, but I've given you all the uh, we might have to go check the humidor after this because look at all the tatawai and tell me what's what because I might be fucked up somewhere yeah anyway. but I know I got because we smoked them I just don't know if we, and we, the problem is we didn't smoke them here, so I can't like go back and listen. <laughs> well, you brought, you brought them uh, to me. I know I at least smoked one, maybe two, but you brought them when we did a pool. We were hanging pool. out. Yeah, yeah, we were just hanging out. Yeah. Um, you like our new uh, video setup? I noticed. That. There's a camera, and this is us here. Oh, yeah. So we got Craft Imperial up in the corner now. Pans out like this, and our name down here. Oh, cool. Uh, we could change the background to pretty much anything. Um, it's kind of fun. I'm trying, I'm trying out StreamYard for the new live stream Fantastic. stuff, which is awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm down on this cigar, man. I really like it. And you know what? For the first time in a couple months, there's no bad news in the cigar world this week. No bad news came out. Wow. You know, like nothing crazy. Well, Which what's is really the good, good news? When when do they we think the Las Caveras will be hitting? Um, so <laughs> I was actually asking about it this week because I, I hit up our reservation I'm sure boxes. Jimmy's like, uh, don't know. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want to know his exact response? 
Exactly oh, shit. that. No, no. Ah, oh, shit. I haven't seen them ship or heard they landed. We'll probably occur the week of the show after a week delay. So, uh, I don't fucking know. Exactly. Because <laughs> I asked him when I was down there oh, a man. week ago, and he goes, I didn't even know we were getting it. The guy there was like, I don't even know we got it. Yeah. I don't know yeah. that. And he goes, uh, you probably know more than me. I go, yeah, I want a box. He goes, look around. He goes, I don't know. <laughs> oh, and he was, the guy was super cool. He is a uh, police officer. Him and his friend or whatever maybe i don't know they were super cool i had one beer down there with them and smoked uh Aurora's with them last saturday or nice 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 yeah yeah no it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun we got some well what did you do this weekend did you well uh, dude so no we didn't go anywhere man this this weekend um actually this is kind of funny joe for the guy who doesn't want kids is the first weekend i haven't had kids in six weeks uh, so you, for a guy who doesn't want kids you're with kids every weekend not this weekend motherfucker. <laughs> well all i said i saw i sent you something you're like buying booze and I looked yeah. in the back here. You have all these boxes, and I'm like, God, what the hell? They buying that much booze? No, actually, that was so. That was part of the joke. I thought you'd say something because like, of the boxes. What? No, I got new. Um, I got new chairs for the Battlehawk tailgates and for the Kahuna. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can we can drag them out. Just they got like footstools and shit. They were I found them on sale on Amazon. I think they're cool. I got them, but I had to break them all down and put them in the Kahuna, and I can't leave the boxes. So I had all the boxes yeah. in the back. But I ran back out and um, I picked up another barrel proof larceny. Um, I got. What else did I, oh, I got this old elk, this four grain. I know when we were at Lit, we did. There were some new ones we did. I just don't remember if we did four grain or not. Well, do you have. But I thought about the four grain. Weller, the special reserve? I, I don't. I have a, some left in a decanter. Okay, well, that's yours. Well, shit, Hollerdale. Okay, thank you. Hey, we're brothers, man. Yeah, I love it, dude. No, I don't. Um, I, I have... got that on my way down there. I stopped in at a place, and they had one on the shelf. And um, it, it is a funny. What's story. what's that go for now? Because didn't didn't if correct and thirty this bucks. Is... Like actually, okay. I think it was thirty-seven dollars, which 37. was funny because you got me the that bottle, Taylor. yeah, and it was thirty-seven. So I, oh, that's oh, that's what I was to say. I went back, and um, he's getting his glazier order Thursday, and um. I am now on that phone call list for whatever comes in. Let me just tell you something. You and uh, I'll just give, send you the money. <laughs> as long as that pipeline is open, hey, you you ride that as long as we do, can ride I'm it. Doing it for uh, Azul, too. Because Azul. Uh, how, 76. 76 on Azul? Mm -hmm. Well, you know we're at least going to have four or five case, pool parties. Good, you case, be bro, getting... yeah. Well, that's what started it. So Saturday, I'm, I'm, we're sitting out here, and uh, Dave and Dara came over. They're headed back to Maui in a couple weeks to get married. Um, and they're having their reception oh, really? in September, the end of September. And <laughs> Dave asked me, this is completely hilarious. He goes, hey, do you do you think, like, if you finish some bottles, like, we could have the bottles for uh, – uh, like centerpieces. I was like, yeah, let me show you something, bro. So I took him in the office in the corner. And I was like, I was going to turn this into candles. He's like, well, can I just have like 12 of those? I'm like, bro, you can have as many of these as you fucking want. I got enough well, candles. You got more than 12 back there? Holy I God. want you to imagine every bottle that we've drank here or finished and it went back in my backpack is sitting in there. Me and you've only had one. Together. No, no, not just Azul. I'm not talking Azul. I'm oh. talking any, any, any bottle we've enjoyed together. Oh, well, you know my bottles here. all go to cast. Well, that's what they're saved up for. Oh, cast okay. just like, hey, bro, call me. I'm like, hey, what's yeah. up? Hey, I'm busy. 
Okay. Yeah. But, um, no, so I was sitting out here, and they were over, and we were hanging out, just kicking in the pool. Seagull came over, they were all just hanging out, and he was like, hey, it was tequila. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, let's, so I poured, we ended up going through a bottle, you know how it goes. Red pool, yeah. it's, it's gone. And I was like, ah, shit. I was like, yeah, dude, 76 bottles. I was like, dope, call a guy. Wow. So, good to go, which is sweet. Man, that's just nice little um, there. And, uh, but no, just uh, hung out, literally, I got in the water at 10 o'clock, Saturday morning, and uh, I got so goddamn high, I passed out on that couch right there at about 11.15 p.m. With gummy or? Uh, gummy and one of those pens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. See, the problem is, I figured this out about myself. I smoked that pen. on the pen. No, here's the problem. I smoked the pen like a cigar. I'm just talking, going, and then uh, I. the last thing I remember is <laughs> I dove under the water. And I'm looking at the light, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I got out, and I got right up over here. I cleaned up the Blackstone, cleaned the whole fucking thing up, went over here. I took my towel, popped it out, threw it over my shoulder, and just gone. Now, speaking of which, is this not, is this a new thing, too? Um, new. I don't ever remember no, you having no, that. No, no, new that you're seeing it. That thing's been sitting in the garage for about six months. Really? Yep. That is a, uh, that is a Linda expenditure. But I made fucking cheesesteaks on it yesterday. Yeah, I saw that because you know I broke mine in. I bought yeah. it for tailgating. Yeah. We never used it because it was. Well, and Gimme's always ripping his yeah. shit out. Yeah. But when we did the golf tournament with Matt and the Dalton brothers, I broke it out. And By the way, it. we got to plan that tournament this year so I can make sure yeah. I get all my shit off. But yeah, no, Everybody's dude, it was worried uh, that I'm not going to have it now. Why? Anyway, I don't know. Because we already went down there once. Then. But anyway, I broke it yeah. in, and let me tell you something. What's great about it is it's just you yeah, carry it, it. like steak and everything, and then yeah, it was right there. Look, hey, it was awesome, man. I cooked burgers so for everybody in again. like ten yeah. minutes with all the fixings. I made breakfast, and everybody just grabs their plate and goes over to the grill, and it's all the grill still well, warm. And that's the thing I learned about this, right? You know, I'm not a cookbook guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was like, okay, I. 100% I've never cooked on a I don't like cooking on propane everybody knows that but it's a it's a griddle dude it's a it's a fucking yeah. cast iron flat top and I was like so I looked it up I'm like I don't want your I don't want your cheesesteak recipe because I'm going to do my meat and stuff a little different right my I use that seasoned gim showed us the voodoo use that do all that and they're like dude the best thing about this with your cooking service is you have your cooking side then you have your resting side and he goes, you can turn your flame all the way down, and that griddle on your right side will hold it 85, 90 degrees just to warm. Yeah. And you can be cooking at 500 degrees on the left side. And I'm like, mother, let me find out. Yeah. So sure as shit, the whole time, I would, because you know, obviously, like, when I'm making these the setups on the sandwiches, I can only do so many buns at a time, right? So I did three, left all the meat and everything over here. Get them done. I'm like, there's no way this meat hasn't cooked more. Cut it open. Strips are still meat and rare. I'm like, this is fucking insane. I can't do this on my on my egg. <laughs> There's no such thing as a cold spot on my egg. <laughs> you know. When I cooked breakfast on it, it was awesome. I had all the guys there. We did a whole bag of hash browns. And I got the hash browns. Everybody likes them crispy. And then we had our leftover steak from You Sibbles. did the hash browns on, yeah. on there? Oh, perfect. Tell you me like were crispy. Butter and oil it or you like just put a little olive oil in there. And then I had those sitting over there done. Then I threw some eggs on. And we had our meats, and then I did a bunch of peppers and onions, 
and they were just sitting there in perfection. Everybody went by, put it on their plate. Just get some tongs and yep. hook it up. Uh, I love that. Well, you just turn it off at that point. It's still oh, going to yeah. be warm oh, while yeah. everybody's getting their shit. You, you got... It take a while for that. Now, obviously, if you're cooking in you know forty degree temperatures, it's gonna cool down faster, yeah, right? But it's summer, it's perfect. yeah, no way. Yeah. Why don't you grab that? Uh, grab that four grain. Um, yeah, I gotta tell you though, the cigar. Um, this is kind of cool. First podcast in a while, we're gonna have two cigars in one episode. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Do what now? <laughs> Past couple of podcasts, we've smoked one cigar the whole whole episode. Which? Um, w- what one did we do? Which one did we do last week? We um, smoked the Bengals from Black Label. Oh, that's right. Those uh, Tres Capas, the Candela Habano Oscuro, I think is what it is. So this that we're getting ready to drink here, this is uh, the Old Elk. It's part of the, the, I call it the further expansion because see how the label's a little different? It's kind of the Back to the Future label. Oh, but they do a really They nice break the break whole thing down. down. Yeah. Um, this is their four grain. And I know we did a podcast at Lit Cigar Lounge probably a year, maybe two years ago we did it. But we had the weeded. No, 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 no. This says Master Blend Series. Um, this is 105.9 four grain. And um, it, on the back, it's got, of course, 51% corn, right? Because you got to have that. And then 22 wheat, 19 barley, and 7.5 rye. Age, um, six to seven years. Awesome. So that's probably a pretty good sweet spot. And bottled old elk for Collins. Yeah, I know that. Well, yeah, that's Still in Indiana. So MGP is still doing all this. MGP, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a great. Why don't... uh, Take a quick second here, then we're going to cheers that up and uh, got a fun question for you. Hey guys, FFK here. Make sure to tune into every episode of Craft and Boodle. And don't forget that as listeners, you guys receive a 15% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. Promo code CraftBoodle15. Once again, CraftBoodle15. Make sure you follow me at Instagram at FFK underscore stands. So you can receive that discount. And once again, thanks for listening and thanks for enjoying the podcast. Hi, bro. Let's cheers this thing up. Cheers. Okay, that's good. Now, I have a question for you. I've had two or three four grains. Okay, leave me here. What the? What does four grain mean? Well, it's just like what I said. When, when you do a four grain, you've got corn, wheat, barley, and rye. So there are your four grains. Okay. Most of the time, if you're going to do bourbon, you got to have 51% corn. And then you choose between a wheat, like a weeded, right. maybe a little barley, or you choose a heavy rye um, <clears throat> with the corn. But those varieties, you don't see them use percentages of each. And when they do, they call it a four grain. Oh, okay, okay. so that answered my next question. That's the difference there, right? So you could have a whiskey that's got obviously four different grains into it. Yeah. But when you break it down by percentage, that makes it a four grain? 
Well, what I'm That's saying right. is this is a bourbon because they're using 51% corn. You can have a whiskey with four grain, but it's not a bourbon. No, it's predominant. A okay, got it. So this is 51% corn, and then they give the percentages of the other three grains. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so some of the other four grains that we've had that I didn't really care for was obviously um, law. Am I thinking right? Law. <laughs> Never really cared for you law. You pulled that out of your ass, but that was like five fucking years ago. Well, but Ball's they're still, house? yeah, we've had them here. And but there. the coolest bottles, though, man, remember they were in those like small square bottles? You made your uh, poor man's pappy out of those. Well, they're bigger drams than what my poor man's pappy. But that drams. same kind of style, right? Concept, yeah, right. Yeah. And they would put like four or five of them in a box yeah. and you could buy them. The other four grain that I could never get my hands on that I tried at one of Paul Cass's bourbon. Taylor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That four yeah. grain, it just yeah. was here. It was amazing. I had it and never could snag it. It's uh, that is. I've never tasted it. I've never had it. Um, I was actually the other guy to keep our keep our talking to is Bobby at Montres because mm -hmm. I used to get a bottle or two from him once in a while. Um, but he never did get the four grain because I was trying to get one from him on that. But yeah, he. I mean, just got, just got to ask him. I mean, it. Yeah. He's got he's got that that hookup roll, and that's really cool too. I mean, because I, I make a, I make a promise to these guys because I've said this, uh, I've said this every time I announce my annoyance with bourbon, and every time I talk about it, sometimes we get something, and the reason we open it and we share it, I'm not a because that's always the first thing, right? Like when you talk to someone, you're like, hey, can I buy that bottle? Whether they know you or not, they can know you a long time. It doesn't matter. They go. Mm. It's like, no, you got to understand something, man. Like, you're, you're not going to sell me the bottle for X, and then I'm going to go sell it for Y. That's not what's happening here. No, Bobby would be like, you hey, know. I'd like to make a little money on it, and as long as I've got one up front, i got a backup, and you really want it, yeah. I'm all good. I mean, I understand when it comes down to something incredibly allocated, right, where, like, your total allocation for the year might be two bottles. And if you tell me no, I get it, man. I understand, right, because... Yes, you could sell me one, right? Or in half time, it's you're selling both because one of us is getting for the other. It doesn't matter. But it's like, okay, I understand. You make, we'll round it up, right? So you make $1,000 selling two bottles, bam, wham, bam, done, right? Or you've got 27 pours out of each bottle at $65 a piece. The way you're going to make more money, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's bound to last longer. It'll be around longer. I get that, but... Um, but it's also like you, you, you meet people that are like, Hey man, you want to see my 500 bottle collection? I'm like, dude, that's, that's awesome. You know? And it's like, I'm trying to get rid of some of these George C. Stags. I'm like, all right, well, would you take 350 for that well, yeah, 18? Stag Junior? 500. I, I know. It kills me. It I've never seen me. so much Stag Junior down there, but the 500 for any, anyone you want to get. And they just laugh at you. They're just like, I know. I don't even ask me those prices because I'm like, once he told me the first one, he goes, all right, I'm done. I'm not even going to be in the ballpark. That's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. I don't know. Janine sent me all these Facebook things and I can't open them. I don't know what the hell they're all about. She, You see what I'm saying? She yeah. sent me this stuff. I don't Let know. Let me see what they sent me. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. 
I don't know, man. Bourbon is is crazy prices, and I, I'm not too hung up on it anymore. I always figure where you're gonna find you're gonna find a little honey hole is one of the little places out there in the middle of nowhere who's got a yeah. couple bottles. They're not gonna sell them to yeah. most of their customers. Or or it's the them. or it's the crazy gas station thing that we talk about oh, now. It's, you know, it, I told you I went into the gas station down here. That's the BP. I know. I went in there yesterday. Two hundred for a toasted uh, barrel. And I don't and know what where is, I what got is that, my, What is that bottle? Is that like Cred, 70, right? I got mine. I don't remember where I got it. it was like yeah. seventy-eight bucks. Absolutely insane. I saw them down there in Little Rock, and they were right at a hundred. You know what I really like? I don't have this kind of crazy. I don't know. I'll get into the profile on that, but. It's a 105, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it it doesn't body like a 105. It bodies like a, a, a like a soft 80 or like a, a, one of those velvety like 86s, yeah, 90s. That's pretty good. You know? Actually, it goes phenomenal with the cigar. It's fun. No, I like it. I I was when I saw four grain. I'm like, okay, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, this cigar is been great. So we do, there is something cool to kind of, you know, I always like bringing out when someone's suing somebody, right? This is funny. Um, Tinderbox International, right? The franchise of the Tinderbox brand is uh, suing one of its former franchises for trademark infringement and breach of contract and failure to pay royalties. Um, apparently, uh, the store is the Box Waldorf, Maryland. Uh, it was part of Tenderbox for over 25 years. They separated away from Tenderbox, renamed their store the Box in Waldford, Maryland. And uh, she might go swimming. She's jumped in? She might. Huh. Yeah. She's got something on the. Oh, the robot must have stopped. Oh. She'll, she'll go get oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she'll, she'll go get it. She hates that thing. Um, but it's suing them for the likeness of the name and non-credit paying royalties because you use the term box. Right. And in that, in that moment, I kind of understand, like if you've been a tender box for a quarter century and then you amicably separate ways, right? Just don't, don't use any of the likeness, anything like that. Maybe don't use the box. <laughs> you remove one word from your name. Maybe don't, maybe don't do that. <laughs> you know? I remember when I wanted to name my company when I was out in Utah. I wanted to name it Omni. Omni? O-M-N-I? Like Omni Financial? Right. Yes. And I liked Omni because Omni encompasses everything. You know, what we do everything. Um, Is that what Omni means? Yes. Okay. Omni me encompasses everything. So, but what I did to get away with it, to get my legal name, is I just put two M's in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like who cares? Right, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I noticed you used two M, that's really not proper. I'm like, who, who can we shit? think I feel like that's been done in so many big companies. Like box, just go B O X X. Yeah, or B O C H S spelled box, not box. Yeah, if it's cat, go K A T if yeah. you're in. I yeah. mean, I don't who cares? That's crazy. It's like Mark, M A R C instead of K. 
Yeah, he's fucking special, dude. Right. That's all it is. He's fucking special. Well, this cigar, I'm glad I grabbed two of these. I've got to say. again, now they had a whole box of these, and I was just like, Now, well, uh, let, me uh, let me ask two. you this. I don't know if you said this. Did you, where did you get these? Sullivan. Same place you got the other ones yep. that we've been talking about. Smoker okay. friendly. Smoker friendly and Sullivan. If you guys are just taking a trip off 44, rip off to the left real quick and stop at smoker friendly. I'm telling you, man, smoker friendlies. Now, I, they, I've been waiting for them to get the uh, basin. I just think that basin finally ran its course and they're all out of it. Yeah. That's why smoker friendly. Until the next basin comes out, they won't have it. Yeah. Or until they, I, you know, I wonder what, the, I was talking to Wreck It Rusty, right? And, uh, Still why have, do you still call have him Wreck It Rusty. That was his nickname. But why is the Rusty? Because uh, have you ever heard um, the kids watch that show Wreck It Ralph? And Wreck It Ralph is like it's based on um, this movie. Is like remember all the um, joystick and button games in arcades? So this movie is about like those characters, and inside it there was a guy named Wreck It Rusty or Wreck It Ralph. And his problem was all he did in the game was you used him to break shit. So when I was thinking of nicknames, I'm like, oh, Wreck-It Rusty. Look at oh. him. Yeah. Um, he's actually having bicep surgery Wednesday, so Ooh, all of them. Yeah, he, yeah, he pulled it off the bone. So real quick, no big deal. Two-hour surgery, six-month oh. recoup. He'll be fine. He's all good. But uh, he'll be back down soon with all that. And I was, I was talking with him, and I was, I was kind of – we were joking. I was like, you know, did uh, CAO kind of pull a Opus thing or a Padron thing and talk about the big thing and – oversell it promise too much i don't know you know i, I, I have no idea no, well cigar cigar companies have done that where they've got this le that's coming out and so this guy's like yeah she's she's fine okay well <laughs> come here his little oh, liar you okay he's, he's Wait, it's okay. a das schnitzel isn't it she's a <laughs> wiener schnitzel i don't know what do you she's what? a chinese dick it's my chinese okay but she's got a bunch of like bandanas and a couple balls hanging on her. She's neck. a gangsta on house rest, bro. Right, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, are those balls a problem? Because she's always like, <laughs> no, she's fine. But that's so she can't, can, so she can slip in and out of the fence, bro. Like, <laughs> oh my god, like speedball, just, <laughs> just another problem. Ali's uh, yeah, piss me off. Uh, it was last, uh, not not like a couple days ago, weekend, the weekend before. I'm sitting out here and I'm, I'm. Taking notes and I'm smoking and I can text with the neighbor. Uh, your dog's out here by the pool. I'm like, what? <laughs> like a, I scream. Yeah, he's actually laying I, on a raft. I, I scream. Oh, give it 30 seconds. Do -do 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 -do. Through the fence. I'm like, bitch. Oh my god. I'm like, so Aren't now those I know. Four inches apart. Or yeah, but she's like a fucking six? octopus, dude. Maybe it's six. They're, no, it's not. I mean, they're, that's the tightest I could go. Without, you know, the when the fence went in, it was X amount, right? When I was like, hey, can you make them like two inches apart? He goes, if I do that, this fence is going to cost multiple thousands yeah. of dollars. Because then you have to have it like made, you know? Crazy. Wow. I have not but, seen those wood, uh, those wood boxes empty. Guess you're due for another wood stocking. Huh? It's 100 degrees outside. Huh? Right. <laughs> I need no damn wood. Well, it's coming. And that's another thing. I was like, I told Janine, I said, I've been on a roll this weekend. And I said, I'm going to need a couple days because here, here's the new news. So it's Janine's birthday Saturday. Yes. July 1st. Yep. 
The whole family's coming over that for shit a in the pool calendar, party. Bro. The whole um, fam's coming over. I called my brother. I said, hey, I got you a ticket. Can you come in? He's coming in. Romy flying up. Romy's coming up. I'm getting him up here Thursday, 10 o'clock. He's in town. Nice. So I was just trying to get all of our business out of the way. So if he stays with me Thursday night, maybe we can have some casual and... Uh, oh yeah, I'll come after work. If that's fine. Whatever. I'll invite myself. Yeah. Because yeah. we leave. Uh, I leave Saturday at six a.m. for Mammoth Cave. For where? Mammoth Cave State Park, National Park, Kentucky. Ooh, going to Kentucky. Down there yeah. for the weekend. Yeah, it's two hours from Louisville. No, I'm just saying you're in Kentucky to Vernon State. Yes. Yes. So you'll be making some little shop. There stops. will there will be stops. Yes. Well, you are, do you go through Paducah? Um, actually, you know, I'll tell you right now. I don't because know. Because it is those little gas station stops, like, right there at Paducah, when I'm headed down to Nashville. Oh, wait a minute. Is pa well, either way. That may have been, remember, remember when we went down last year, we were going, we went, we did that shotgun we trip to, to Nashville. Nashville. Remember, I, you stopped at the same gas station I did. I stopped in there, and I told you I was going to buy that painting they had on the wall, and it was four skeletons in a, in a Volkswagen van. That had surfboards on the top, and they were all smoking joints, hanging out of this wagon. I remember you. Do you remember me telling you about that? Uh, it was like thirty-five dollars. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna come back and get it. And on the way back, we stopped in, and it was gone. I'm like, ah, damn it. Well, there is a particular, um, and if I can give you to you, I'll tell you. But there's a, you know, on the highway, you get off there, and there's a liquor store on the right and a liquor store on the left, uh, amongst the gas stations, and they have some, always have some oh, pretty good shit. In it's a. Uh, I'll get you. So the Mammoth name. Cave. So this is how it's gonna take me down. It's about five Mammoth hours. Mammoth Cave. Yeah. It's actually a dope ass cave. You get the, we're doing a whole tour of well, it. Well, I knew you dope. were going somewhere this weekend. Um, here we go. So it's So have you ever met my brother? Are you out of your mind? I I, I was quite confident. Janine was like, he's never met your brother. I'm like, Romy? Yeah, I'm pretty damn sure he's met. Yeah. He was in Key West with us. Oh, that's right. Yes, of course. Okay. Remember cool. the Balvini incident at Stanley's? Yes. He's like, oh, dude, I don't really drink whiskey. I was like, can hey, you, you give me one? You guys smacked hands in my his bracelet. bracelet went then I everywhere. gave him the one off my hand. Yeah. Come on now. By Romy the way, and Jenny. I am sporting. This is a fu very funny thing. I've been going to Nashville now at least six, seven I years. I thought that was new. Six, seven years. And um, right there at. Um, Casi Monte Cristo, there's yeah. uh, King Baby. Yeah. Cross Street, Hollywood guy, big to do. Yeah. But going in there, I don't know how many years, and I'm like, nah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. His shit is so expensive. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I, I get a little deal, and these are like little crosses, ancient crosses or whatever. And uh, I just got it in the other day. It's pretty cool. So I officially have bought my first King Baby piece of jewelry, probably the last. That's great. I like this cigar. And I... It's not my, my settling. I just want to say for this is the third archetype cigar that we've smoked. And they haven't failed. They don't suck. This is not bad. I mean, I, I think I'm going to say that this might be my favorite so far. Wow. The Axis Monday. Um, overall, I really, 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 really do like that uh, Dawn of Destiny or, or 
dawn one of, with the orange moth on it yeah and the and the the moon phases and all that shit well i know that one hit me hard one night i don't know if that's because well this is the one you sent me the picture of and i was like dude i'm literally getting ready to cut it because I'm I, right now i always tell you this and it's so hard when you smoke cigars you are start it, it's like anything I, I okay so if you eat jack-in-the-box tacos you get used to a taste profile that you have experienced uh, many on, times can over. I, can I ask something? Yeah. Are you about to talk about tasting cigars with Jack in the Box tacos? But I'm I'm giving reference, right? It's like <laughs> a Twinkie. That's that you know when you like get your crave case and you just know you're gonna sit the next morning. <laughs> that tastes like the original Ding Dong, or you get a Steak and Shake burger, oh, and then dude. I get one late, and I'm like, uh, what the fuck? This tastes nothing like. Speaking, hey. Like, so what I'm saying is. This line, I am tasting me, and it's reminding me of something. The first night, I was like, "Who, who's putting these cigars out? Because these taste profiles, the flavors in here are, are something I've smoked before, are close to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and that's, I have and to say that's... through Ventura? Or Ventura cigars, Ventura. yeah. Ventura cigars. Yeah, but who, who does their cigars? I'd have to look it up. I have no idea. Right. I, I told you. I, I know. And we I may not know. be able to find out. Well, I you know, know for a fact it's not. It's not Pepin. I know that. Well, that was a guess in the dark. And but, I was well, no, drunk, but it was but no, but it was really cool because there are, especially in, in this this guy, this Yggdrasil guy, the, the Axis Monday. I remember it's got it's got an Yggdrasil on. It's the Tree of Life. That's why I call it that. But uh, um, smoking that cigar. It is very, very remembrance of deep, heavy Nicaraguan spice. I mean, it's, it's built into it. And it just, it takes you to Pro-Magnum. It takes you to some Black Label. It takes you to, like, Black Label Tatuaje. This like, is actually, me and you are about the same, which is unusual. I'm a little faster, but it's actually getting a little spicier right now. Mm -hmm. I was just about to say to you, so... Are you starting to get? I haven't retroed it yet. In a, I mean, if you're watching the video, no, I retroed it. Last like, puff, I was like, "Wow, I'm getting some good." Spice I'm picking now. it in my gums now. Yeah, it's starting, starting to pick up a little bit. Hmm, that's amazing. Well, that's why we do this podcast to give you guys. Uh, it's like George Nori. I mean, I feel like our podcast now. Who? <laughs> uh, We're like at eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock. People are traveling across the country They're like, God, these guys are like George Nori now. They're like late night guys on their podcast. What? You talking about George Knapp? Nori. George Nori. Who's George Nori? George Nori is probably one of the most famous uh, radio broadcasters because he's the guy that talks about UFOs. George Knapp? No, George Nori. That's George Knapp. No. I, I well, is that his you. original name? And he used George Nori? Maybe, yeah. Because you he, put he does, um, George Nori radio. He was no. out of St. Louis. He used to be out in the desert, and he yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy right here, hang on. Yeah, 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 hang on. This guy right here, that's so fucking funny, dude. Uh, I used to listen to him when I would drive fuck, all he night. Hang on, I listen to him in the morning, right here. Oh fuck, he does. He does a podcast now with um. But it was. It's always uh, been. George I'll show you right now. Oh come on, where's my, where's my shit? How do I find my, oh, my library right here? Uh. They do the weaponized Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. George Nori Radio. Speaking of that, I saw an alien the other night. 
here, like locally? No, no, no. Like I saw a uh, um, UFO. I'm fucking certain of it. That's George Knapp. Yeah, hang on. Hang on, Why hang do you on. keep saying Knapp? That's the name he's he's using now. Oh. I'll show you right here. George Knapp, UFO. God damn it. So, I would be leaving at like five... Oh, those are two different... Is that him? Older? No. George No, American radio host. Oh, I might be talking about... You're talking about different... No, that is a UF guy. He's been tagged with Skinwalker. Okay, I'm thinking of someone... Well, so George Knapp also did... um, um, He he, he, he had a... Okay, he's I, I know him. I know him. That's who I'm talking. About. And he used to be here in downtown St. Louis. Hang on. And he would talk about ancient alien theories from all over the world. And I would leave bell. at five in the morning, and then when I'm like in Nebraska on eighty, at one in the morning he would come on, and it would be like this. Yes, yes. Late at night, right? And he'd be late like, night, like till four a.m. It was awesome. Nope, I'm talking about George Knapp. It's a different person. Holy shit, that's crazy. So, George Knapp does this with Jeremy Corbell. He is a UFO UFO guy. guy. Too. So, okay. Anyway, so I'm sitting out here the other night, right? I'm sitting right here. I was labeling a bunch of cigars, getting stuff together, and I'm looking up, and there's this crescent moon. And next to it, from where I'm sitting, about two inches off the moon to the, the, the southwest corner, there's this bright light. And I'm like, God, oh, it's fucking dope. Like, I think a star or some shit. I'm out here for three hours. It never fucking moves. Never moves. Sure, it's not Venus? No, not that close to the moon. I, pull, no, I pulled Venus up Venus is usually lower. I pulled up a, a astronomical map, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, God, it's fucking crazy, right? So then I'm looking at it, and it starts fading behind the trees, but the moon's staying in place. And I'm like... Might have been the space station. I'm like... I'm going aliens, bro. So, okay. Right? I'm going aliens. And then it just... Gone. Well, I gone. was... The mothership. In Utah, many nights sitting out at my farm. And it's like... There's some nights up in the mountains where I lived. Ten, uh, ten years out in Park City. You get to see on the dark of the moon. You can actually see, like... Those stars that you just see. Just like clusters. Of everything. Oh, you're like looking at galaxies up there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. that clear and that dark. I was out there for 10 years, and I'm 40 minutes from Skinwalker Ranch, and I never yep. saw shit. Yeah. No I'm starting how to. drunk I got, I never had an alien pull up over <laughs> my farm. I'm starting to call bullshit a little bit on that Skinwalker thing, so I invested 10 hours of my time into that fucking investigative show. Nothing. Bullshit. I'm done. I'm oh, out. There's no, doubt, there's no doubt in my mind that there's something going on there. But they're just banking money on this yeah. show. They got this rich guy. He flies in from Utah. And it's the, it's the guy that owns it now. Yeah. Yeah. Of course yeah, yeah. Well, the Bigelow, uh, the investor, he mm-hmm. was out there for 20 freaking years with NASA. And he didn't. He has not opened up anything that they found out there. So, I don't know. Don't it's, get me wrong, you know, the, the Navajo Indians, uh, now Native Americans, right? I don't want whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. But uh, that's where the Skinwalker story comes from, is, is the Navajo people. And don't get me wrong, I look, I'm, we're both, I'm full hard on, like, 
I think it's the most ignorant statement in the world if you think we're the smartest thing in the universe. Yeah. That is the most that is the most narcissistic statement you can make as a human being that we're the best. I keep right? hearing all this shit about the Grand Canyon that they've got sites down in the Grand Canyon that they will not let anybody in. Oh, I'm dude, I'm so and guess sure. Guess what's in these caves and everything? Egyptian shit. Yeah, oh god. We going to rabbit hole. Yeah. I'm all about There's it. There's some big ass rabbit holes. Um, all about it. Yeah. I know. I love it. I just, uh, d- have you seen, it. have you seen on, uh, on Netflix, um, it is, uh, is it Randall Carlson? Is that his name? He Either did it. way, bro. I'm all, I can stay up all night talking that shit about the UFOs and all this shit. It's crazy. And it all kind of makes sense a little bit, to be honest. Oh, it has to, you know, I don't know. Why has no one done an alien cigar? The old ones. I know, I know, I know. We don't know what we're doing with it. We now, have no fucking we're idea what we're doing. pondering all our thoughts. But behind every great cigar is a good story. So that's what we're uh, looking for. Anyway. I've come to this cigar. I want to talk. This has developed that mouth-watering spice and then when you retro it it's almost like butter and peppercorn or butter and pepper i joke about like with when you have a corn on the cob you know what i mean you pepper salt and pepper it's got the butter on it it's nice and nice and grilled up you shuck it off and you just get into it it's got that butter and pepper over the top which let me tell you a day in heber where in heber, heber. well I always say Park City because nobody knows Heber. It's just down the valley from Park City. That's right. where I live. Well, we would have these fair days in the summer. Everybody would come down on Thursday night, and they'd have kind of like a little fair atmosphere, a little music, and then some vendors would come in. So this guy comes in with this machine that makes corn, and he is it's on like a rotisserie thing. He's got all this sh- shuck corn, these big deals of corn. And they're like eight bucks for an ear of this corn. And he pulls them off, pulls it back. He puts salt, pepper, butter, Parmesan cheese, and whatever. Cooked? And hands it cooked. Oh, uh, little dude. black roasted. Is, it, is, that, is that street corn? Is that what that's called? I, I don't know. It's party corn, I, street I, corn. I, anyway, uh, yeah. guess, okay. who, guess who is selling this corn for $8 an ear? And he's making a killing. He's, he's got boxes of corn. Guess who it is? Who? Rusty from National Lampoon's uh, Family Vacation with Chevy Chase and whatever. You remember the kid in there, Rusty, the redhead, who he shared the beer with after he, yeah, yeah. he took the thing? It was him. I met him and talked to him. I had a great relationship with him. And I would see him and I go, dude, you're killing it with Selling this corn. $8 street corn? Yeah. I, make I it fucking a, love make it, dude. Make bank. You make know what I bank. did today? Do you know what I did today? I did not. I do not know what you did. Did I not done in a long time? So, uh, took up, I, no, I had some lemonade. Oh, listen, no, this is re- super, really cool. Actually. I took up the event posters for our July 8th event at bootleggers this morning. I picked them up and I took them up there to uh, bill. Um, and I'm leaving, coming out of Washington and I pull up right there by the, uh, you know, when we go up there and we, we pass the, ho- the hotel, sorry, the hospital right wow. there on the right by the ballparks, there's this mother and her two sons squeezing lemons, making lemonade. Wow, dollar a cup. I had them in my on my street. I I literally stopped fucking traffic. Like I pulled over on the right in the turn lane. I put my hazards on. I got out. Gave him ten bucks. And the kid the kid goes, 
how are you going to carry 10? I was like, no, I just want one. He's like, but they're only a dollar. I'm like, yeah, this is for you. It's your first tip, dude. He goes, that. I sat there for like three minutes. Like I'm holding the fucking track. It wasn't good. I was great. My God. Great. I mean, it was awesome. I got him in my neighborhood, and it was two bucks a glass. Oh, first of all, you and rich he poured, kids. And he poured, exactly. <laughs> he poured this crap, no ice, into a he cup. A, um, and I took a sip of it. It was so damn sweet. I looked min, at Janine, the, and I'm like, the don't made, even look back. The Minute made pre-made. Oh, yeah. hell, it was awesome. I was super cool. I hadn't seen it in so long. And wow. they're sitting there, and she... She's smiling. The kids are super excited. Like, there's people walking by and buying, you know, cups of lemonade and stuff. And I was like, oh, dope. Yeah, I'm going to lemonade. It was These good. lemonade stands uh, have got a lot of power right now. Yeah. Now, that's a stick figure video right there. So, have you enjoyed... Bro, I'm telling you, you know I'm a little stranger. Dude, you have been sending Has that some been some light bad up. to the so bone shit? I tr okay, so you know, like... When we, you know, you know, music is everyone that has listened to this podcast that has met us that knows us. There's never not music anywhere we're doing something, right? And the cowboy, we've gotten to the point that like when when I send him something, the next time we see each other, it's fucking downloaded, right? I didn't know about Little Stranger until was it about two months ago when you went and saw him. Well, we, I had told you the Clint Eastwood one. Yes. With the little yes. bond, and it was yes. on Sugar Shack. Yeah. And so I started getting interested in him, and then I found a couple other songs. And then all of a sudden, me and Janine were thinking about, what are we going to do tonight? And I'm thumbing through some shit, and I'm like, oh, my God, Little Strangers is playing down at Off-Broadway. Yeah. I haven't been to Off-Broadway in maybe 10 years. 20 bucks. I said, let's go. Check it out. Utterly awesome. Yeah. And now... And I've seen, since you've said that, I've watched three live shows they've done on Sugar Shack. Um, and then this weekend and last weekend, you were sending me songs. And immediately, like, Sonos was going, like, and you know how I am. I hate when people skip songs. You, you know me. I'm like, let right. the fucking music play. And then pick your next song. That's fine. But let the song finish. I did it twice this weekend. I was like, oh, shit. Girls on 111. I was put it on. Bam. Everyone's just like, oh. I'm like, fucking right, dude. Shit's I think I, said, only I, think I said to you, music's bumping. Like, <laughs> I got it, man. I'm like, where? I'm like, I'm digging these guys, and I'm, I'm traveling. Well, I had seven hours of driving the other day. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, that girl three or whatever it is come on. Yep. And I'm like, I said well, to you, like, where, three, why have I not? I probably heard it, but I'm in a right space where I got to hear it. And I'm like, oh, I got to send this to Murray. I got that. I found that right before I got to the lake on Sunday. Yeah. It's, and I'm um, like, oh, my God, these guys just keep giving. And it's great. That's off their new album, like, around Saturn, coming through a donut or yep. whatever the hell. It's, it uh, it's Girl 3. And there's probably only a couple songs on there that get a little too rappy because... In their genre, yeah. they're kind of like rappers. Yeah, they're 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 kind of like they're not um, Isla music. When guys. I when I listen, so like I when I found that you send me these songs, I'm like, okay, dope. So I start playing the album, and like, it's kind of like like me with the Dirty Heads. Like a lot of people love the Dirty Heads, but like they like their rhythmic island mix-ups, right? It is kind of an but island a lot rhythm. of a lot of Dirty Heads. Like when I play Diamonds and Pearls for you, like that's straight. It's rap that leads into a chorus of rhythmic right. island and a lot of little stranger is like that and it's 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 really good music and it's awesome and then you find out they're from philadelphia 
Right, they're East like, Coast. They're, right. He's like, I want. Don't even start that yeah. East West Coast shit with. I, I know. <laughs> I started. Uh, I was. I was listening to all these guys talking. Um, because the first song on there is, uh, moving to L.A. and Hollywood, mm-hmm. and how these guys are. You know, they're just not East Coast guys. And then it goes way of the ghost, and I'm like, that way of the ghost. I was just pictured you sitting out there in your um, your travel trailer, or whatever, chill back. And I said, hey, you know, don't get all tangled up with all the details. You know, you're young. This is the you know the first day of the rest of your life. Just chill and have a good time. And I was like, God, the words are so awesome. Hey, great. So. Cigars real quick. We are going to do our next cigar to kind of wrap out the podcast here in, in a little bit. Um, we're going to go Skinny Monster. Woo, doggy. All right. Now, before we light, the, I want you to pick. You got Chuck and Mummy. Those are two I pulled out. You got Chuck and Mummy, 21. I got some for you regardless. Which one do you want to smoke right now? I guess I'll go Chucky. Go Chucky? All right, I got Chucky. Mummy. All right. But I got to say, with Archetype, uh, and Ventura cigars, th- smoking these. So we pretty much had one, a different one, the past three, four weeks, right? Well, yeah, it's like the gift that keeps going because I keep going back in a smoker friendly. And by the you way, I'm gonna to be down there next that. weekend. Yep. Because I'm going down there on. Uh, we got the big family thing on Saturday, and then we're all headed down to the farm. So I'll be down there for three days. So I'll get a chance to check them again, uh, but. Are we, we still we still doing the farm after the event? Right? We can. Hell yeah. Right? On the 8th? Yeah. Go back to the farm? Hell yeah. Still? Okay, cool. All right. Kind of had that plan. Oh, be our yeah. first, first fucking... Uh, I keep trying to figure out how um, I can get your freaking... Hey, your let, me, let me tell you something. onto my property. Buddy, that ain't getting on that property. I, I don't have anything big enough for you to get in. I don't know, he just walked off our broadcasting set, but that's okay. Um, but anyway, it's like the gifts that keep giving. No, oh, I'm back. Sorry, I've got the, we've got the video recording for the Patreon, and I plugged it in, but I never plugged in the extension cord, so the power's about to die. Okay, well, whatever. I'll have to pick up some more of those, because those were yes. great. And I believe the price point on those, I could be off a little bit, but let's say $8.30 for that cigar. Which is which is crazy. I mean, not crazy. I'm very excited about it because just smoking, right? We've done this before, so pretend that you don't know what they cost, right? Which will be a little difficult for you because you've been buying them. But um, what would you pay for that cigar? Well, I got. I do have to tell you that a lot of my favorite cigars are now up into the fourteen. $15 range. Right. Prices are getting high. Yep. So to find some, just like, you know, the uh, bibs, we, we try to find cigars that are fantastic for the value and that, but I, easily a $10 cigar. 100%. I would not, I would not argue, I would not argue $10, $12 on that cigar in the slightest at all. A I lot of the not. guys who've caught on to Craft Imperial cigars are like, dude, me and my brother smoke these and they smoke a lot of different cigars and they're like hell give me some give me some hooligan get me some cyclops or reaper because i think they're underpriced for what we are producing well 
what we're picking and producing and putting out there, I think they think they're great value. Well, and I, and I love to hear that. Much like I'm sure you are too, because like, we're not gonna increase the price of the cigar, man. I mean, it, I mean, there's going to come a point where it's going to, because obviously as tobacco trends change, what's growing, well, of course. cost of cost of wrapper versus binder filler, you know, what the growth rate was like that year, things like that. They will change, you know, but the cool thing about how we produce and, and who we work with and what we do is like we're not we're not necessarily uh attributed to the, the big market value when it when you know like the families working with our cigars are, are bringing in thousands of pounds of tobacco a year right not hundreds or even tons of tobacco a year you know what i mean like that's not happening <laughs> you know so it's, it is a lot of fun um now these but, are the skinny monsters these are the skinnies now there's I a size up from this Cazadores. Cazadores, which I told you, I feel like I like a little better. You and me um, both. But um, because my one issue, so, so we have moved over. We are now smoking some Tatawai Skinny Monsters. Uh, I'm smoking the Mummy. Herman Cowboy is going down on a Chuck, um, which is the Chucky. Chuck <laughs> Um, See how clever? The one like thing I have said about these cigars, every time I've smoked them, every time somebody has smoked them with us or someone's smoking the first time or someone goes, oh, man, that draw sucks. These are very beautifully crafted cigars. But much like any Lancero, right? When you look at these skinny monsters, you can consider this a short Lancero if you'd like, okay? If this cigar was, uh, I want to say it's only an inch or two longer, it would be a classic Lancero. The issue with that is the cap space to the shoulder, to the, the body of the cigar is so, so delicate and small. Nine times out of 10, when I smoke a Lancero, I peel the cap with my finger because if you cut, with most other sizes on a cigar, with exceptions on some, right? We don't have to get into all that, but most sizes on a cigar, you've got room for error when you cut into it. You know, maybe you cut it not, not enough, Maybe you cut it just enough, then you get a little further in the cigar, you gotta open it up a little more, you know? Those things do happen. With a Lancero, or especially the Skinny Monsters, if you don't cut them right from the get-go, you're in for a, you know, bowling ball through a hose, man. It, it sucks. You, you won't be able to do it. It, it. it is hard. But with that being said, when we're talking about the Cazadoras, something about that mi minimal, I mean, it's only, I think these are 38, 36 or 38 in ring gauge. The Cazadores are when 40. When you say 30, like millimeters. Millimeters, yeah, sorry. I think I think the Cazadores are like 40 and they're a half inch shorter. Believe it or not, those two, maybe three mil, two, maybe four millimeters, depending on the actual rollout of the size, give you a little more area for error. You can fuck up a little more and fix it, you know, but... How many times have we been sitting around with people smoking these? Like, I, I always go back to, uh, um, we were at the Mad Russian's house. This was, what, three years ago? And he ordered that Skinny Monster sampler. And remember, the Silver Fox Julian, Julian bought, bought it from it him? And then gave it all. And then just handed them all out. <laughs> remember, we cut up we cut up little it's cards. Like, that's really generous. Yeah. We're already going to smoke it, and you gave him 100 bucks. Yeah. He probably, well... Was there maybe four of us, five of us? The Frenchman from the north maybe was yeah, there. Four of us, yeah. The Frenchman was there. Mad Russian, Silver Fox, Cowboy Vite. Yeah, we were all there. It was just, it was just funny how it went. 
by the way, I got a little, I don't know if it was on Facebook or whatever, but uh, Maddie Ice was at a place tonight in Clayton. I guess it's a steakhouse. I'd never heard of it. Uh, what's the name of it? Um, Capital? No. Oh, it was on Facebook, so I, I probably can't get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't have that. But it was, uh, let me see if it's in my... Well, I'll get the name while we're thinking. I'll, I'll get it. So let's just go ahead. I'll yeah, no, for sure. Janine, and she'll tell me what it was. So we're smoking on these skinny monsters. You know, these these are always always a favorite to us. You know, Tatawahe is. You know, I got I got asked this question the other day. I think it's funny. We're we're and it's we're just finishing up June, and now we're already looking forward to Halloween. Taste of the monsters. This is true. Yeah, yeah. Did hold out pretty much all year. I actually I can't say I did smoke a drac. A few weeks ago, and I watched Renfield because I was watching a, the Nicolas Cage Dracula movie, and I was like, "Dude, you got to have a Drac, right? You got the Drac Redux, so why not fucking do it again?" I think it was great. And um, but somebody asked me the other day, and they were like, "You know, I know you have your own cigar company, and I know you and you and Hodge are always smoking the same stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, we we do," but I was like, "But I also want you to remember, like, we." I, I think I've used this analogy before. I'm like, look, I don't, I don't have a great grandfather that owned a, a, a plot in or a hectare acre in Nicaragua or Mexico or, or anything like that. You don't either, you know. Um, but before, or I shouldn't even say before. Like, what led us to the point that we always wanted to do our own thing was because of what we'd smoked and how we got into it and what we wanted to do. And I always thought photo up and i always thought that it would be really cool to have my own cigar company and the cowboy will tell you the same thing the same verbiage right but the way you do that is you don't just want to copy someone you don't just want to give someone x amount of thousands of dollars and they put your name on this this generic product and, and it is what it is right we've seen those come and go over the years but I, I always draw it back to there's no such thing as an original idea, right? Every new idea comes off something you've seen that you want to better it or you want to grow from it. Or see right? something inspires you um, to create something close to what you're visualizing or seeing. Yeah, inspiration, yeah. right? It's right. inspired, yeah. And so when it came down to ours, you know, we, we, got, we got not lucky, but with we've made relationships over time that actually helped us actually get to what we're doing now and producing our product. Right. But it wouldn't be without, you know, our, our taste profiles. Again, they don't come from smoking the same tobaccos that your grandfather grew. And, and is, is you a little jealous of those people? Yeah, dude, would it not be great to have grown up rolling cigars at three years old and your lineage is about, yeah, it'd be great. But then it wouldn't be us, right? Like this, you know, it would just be one of those. And I think it's always really cool when you get asked that question. People are like, if you could not smoke Craft and Puro anymore, what would you smoke? Without hesitation, I, I throw out two companies immediately. You can guess what they are. <laughs> what we would be smoking back in the day? No, just right now. If I couldn't smoke Craft and Puro anymore, what would I smoke? I guess I don't really. No, I, I, if if right now if if crap the pure ripped away from us and I could only smoke two companies, what companies would I smoke? 
what we'd be doing Tatawahe and Crownhead. Exactly. <laughs> see, see what I'm getting at? Like, because go look in our humidors and pull every fucking thing out. Yeah, and the that, two and, biggest and, and, and let me tell you something. Is, is Crownhead? That is and, what is so funny. Anytime anybody comes over, you do the same thing. Anytime we're hanging out, you just grab stuff and they come up. <laughs> Saturday, Dave asked me. He's like, "Well, dude, I see a lot of Tatawahe and Crownheads, but like, where's Crowd Crew?" I'm like, "Oh, they're in that. They're over there." Like. <laughs> Business is in business, bro. Like this is this is what we smoke. And well, it's not like we, it's not like we are just building the cigar line. We also have a podcast, which I always try to talk to people about when we're out and we're talking about our cigars. Because first and foremost, we started this podcast of talking about great bourbons and spirits because we have all different things on yeah and then cigars so it's not just like you know it's like john huber is smoking his cigars you know pretty continuously because he's got a cigar line he's got to make sure everything's going groovy right um but for us john's not doing a podcast talking about different cigars every week That's no but they, they did different. start a podcast by the way him and tim ostinger i yeah. know i haven't yeah. listened to it yet i probably should actually pretty cool i had my lancero argument with him it was kind of fun like um, but that's why we do a variety of cigars. So we're kind of keeping in tune with the market and what kind of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and, and, and I, I always argued this this way. You know, I don't work in, in the, the brick and mortar side anymore, um, but it doesn't mean that it won't come to fruition again in the, in the far future. Um, but, you know, people asked a lot when, you know, when I was working the brick and mortar side it's like well man you go out and you don't smoke your own cigar i'm like nah dude because if you're going to be a tobacconist if you're going to be a service to the needs of smokers like you can't settle into one thing you know it's like i always said i always said this right i am not an acid cigar fan i am not but i have smoked i don't think i can say every acid on the market because there's some acids i haven't seen or had but if an acid came into the humidor i'd smoke it if uh Hawaiian breeze from Esteban Carreras came in. I, I would I would smoke it, you know, because you you don't want to bullshit someone when you're talking to them about the cigar and just saying what they can read online, right? Like I've said this before, you could be you'd be amazed at, at what what you don't like when you tell it to somebody and they go, well, shit, I like all those things you don't like. I think I'm gonna try that one. Um, those things happen. You have to do that, and I think you have to be honest about it and like. I've, we've said this before too. If we just smoked Cyclops, Hooligan, and Reaper on the podcast every time we did it, this shit would get redundant real quick, right? But it's also we're we're fans of tobacco. We are fans of cigars, and we keep cigars going so that we can keep having the fun with it. You know, well, that's, you the, only way, that's the only way we can do it. I mean, you know, and make no mistake about it now we're going in three years with this it's like i go down and look at my bourbon collection there's only so much new stuff that we can bring to the table because because really what is there there's only unicorns barrel picks and every once in a while there's a new brand but guess what what does that new brand start with it's mpg so I'm not saying it gets monotonous, but it's hard to bring new stuff to the table all the time. 
Right. So we just do the best we can and, well, and kind of let you guys know what's going on. And it's kind of cool because the further and further along we get with the podcast, we've done it three times this year already, actually. I, I, I looked at this today. Uh, I'm so much, I was going back and I was like, we've actually visited bourbons. Well, we did it one time this year is one we hated. We brought the Evan Williams 100 proof back. Yeah. And we shut our mouths instantly. We were like, oh, oh, yeah. we were wrong, right? But then we also like when when I got uh, my 19 old fits, right? We celebrated my first old fits bottle. I've been trying to get an old fits bottle since I've known this fucking guy, and on, the shit's expensive. And I was able to get one that wasn't terribly expensive. Yeah. It was great. But even the one you got is still expensive for yes. our. Well, yeah, for for the, uh, say it like that. But if you're not willing to invest in a bourbon, yes, it was still expensive, but. When we did that, we brought, and then you pulled out a, what, 13 and a 15? Right? Dude, let me just say that. And that was so dope because I'm, that. for us to sit there with a 19 and then be able to pop back, and we probably had two pours. Was it 13 each. and 15 or 13 and 17? I think we had 13, 15, and 19. 19. Yeah. And we I, did. Yeah. I used to have doubles of each, but those days are long yeah. gone. Yeah. I have none open as of now. <laughs> the actual, the, the funny the funny joke we have is the first bottle of Old Fitz I got was a 15-year-old Fitz. It's actually an empty bottle that holds the office door open. Here's the other thing that's a sad note is we used to be hard core pack, like uh, Blood Oath. Yeah. And I'm hoping we can get back online with those because they've they're gotten outrageous now. Again. Well, we've got, we've got nine. We, we, well, we will have nine. Uh, probably... Not next week, but the week after, we'll have nine on the podcast. Um, but th those those have turned into oh, fucking. You might as well team them up with Pappy. It's, and then it's Orphan over. Barrel went too crazy. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Well, Orphan Barrel, that, that's a fun. We had you had one, didn't you get a bottle of Orphan Barrel? I used to have some. I drank some. The only one that I have now in my collection is Forged Oak with the elk on it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've never opened it. And the other ones, every time they come out now, the last one was like, um, oh, like it was suntan lotion or something. Yeah. Um, the one, the one I wanted to buy. I had it in Indianapolis and I shot yeah, you some Yes, you did. Yeah. The one I wanted to buy, we were actually together. It was an 18 and there was the orphan barrel that came out with the big, the big Taurus on it and had the big bull ring. Mm. I wanted to get that, but. Was it more scotch? It, it was. It was a, a hybrid, like a 30-year scotch and a 25-year bourbon. Or I might have that backwards somewhat. You can, you can probably look it up. I, I don't... Forged oak? Or oak, oaks, oak keep? Yeah. Keep, I, I don't know what it was. But, but. I just kind of had to let that go. Because I still love... As far as what we follow, we've always kept the 1792 series going. Yep. The Booker series going. The Blood Oath series and going. And Booker's is getting... Dude, your little bookers, a little book, and then bookers. I get little book. The only time I can get little, I get little book December of every year. And, and to be honest, I have to go to Fruit Bat to get it. I, I can't, I can't find it anywhere. And those are those are two eighty, three hundred thirty a bottle. I like to keep my Weller line going, but they're so hard to get now. There's a new one called Daniel Weller. Um, it's almost got, it's got like a little compass in the cap yeah, or something. it's so cool. It's so And it's cool. 500 bucks a bottle, and I've checked everywhere. They're all sold out. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I don't know, but somehow I'll get fortunate and grab one or at somewhere down the road, but yeah, we'll find one. So, anyway, well, I think why don't we uh, chill out a little bit? Yeah, let's tap this, this off an and uh, let's actually let's, let's sit down and, and hang out a little bit. Um, yeah. If you guys want to jump onto our Patreon, um, we've got the uh, the votes going to go up on the Patreon tomorrow for the uh, Stogies and Cinema in July. Um, we've got Hunter Hunter from the Bourbon Cowboy. Um, and did I, you look that movie up? I did. Have I you did. seen it? I'm going to watch them. I'm watching them all this week. I'm putting out Midsummer is my vote, and then uh, the Squirtin' German put out Prey. You ever heard of Prey? I've seen it, yeah. Is it, yeah, is it good? That's like the new um, Predator, only it's an Indian girl who meets okay. the Predator. Uh, I've seen it. Okay, I'm excited yeah. about that. We'll throw that vote up on the Patreon. So once a month, we're going to do this live thing where we watch the movie, and we sit here and talk shit and have fun with it. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, make sure you check out the Patreon. we got a bunch of stuff going on. All the video stuff that all the patrons are seeing, you're going to be see that there as well. And uh, that's uh, patreon.com slash craftandpuro. It's $3 a month. Um, jump on in with us and uh, we'll keep this thing going. Uh, I'm going to take you guys out with Stone Tribe, but from the Viking. Mahalo, and guys. Thank you cowboy. so much. Walk us out, dude. Listen, man. As always, thanks for listening. Um, I know we've been having a lot of these podcasts late night and a lot of them have been at our places, but as our schedules get lax or whatever, we'll yep. get out this summer. We do, have, we do have a lot of traveling. Uh, not traveling like we're going places but we are going to start doing some more podcasts out and around um we do have i do want to put out our next event um will be july 8th 10 a.m to 2 p.m at bootlegger cigars and apothecary in washington missouri you guys come out you're going to have the craft imperial specials the return of the moon tower for the event release um and bill seaman is going to be making up bagels cookies breads sandwiches German Appapalooza of beers. Um, I'm telling you, I don't like cookies and bread too much, but holy hell. He cooks them, I do. His shit. You know, when I'm there, I'm eating some of that shit. It's yes, going to be good. So check us out for that, and then uh, we will let all the other event information come out uh, next week during next week's episode. So thank you guys so much. You got anything else? Until next time. Right on. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch.